There's a lot of money out there. Let's make sure we stay focused and get to it. Welcome to the Money Game Podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Thanks uh, thanks for checking out the podcast. And uh, for today, we're going to, be, uh, we're going to discuss uh, the game of money. So what is the game of money? The game of money is the freedom to decide how to live your life. It's the freedom to decide how to live your life. To be able to retire at 65 or before 65. To do the things you want to do. To work or not to work. So if you have a friend that catches you listening to the podcast, you can easily define what the, what the podcast is about. It's you wanting to do what you want to do. It's you wanting to decide what you want to do. So welcome to the game. You've just signed your contract. So right now, I want you to think of your dream. For example, do you want to own a condo? Do you want to own enough real estate that develops passive income? Do you want to start a business? Right? That's your game piece. That's going to be your motivation from here on out. That's that gets you up in the morning, right? You do that makes you do what you have to do because it's 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 your goal, right? You do you do what you have to do to uh to, to achieve it, right? And it's also in this theoretical game, it's gonna be what you move around on the game board, right? So every day, you know, the world is our game board and your dream is what you're going to be using as your piece. So for example, like say you play Monopoly or any other board game, you have a certain piece that you use that that identifies you and um you know, you're able to use that to go around the board. So your dream from here on out is what you're going to be using to navigate this theoretical game board, which is the real world. So to play the game, you have to know the rules, right? Every game have their have their rules that you have to abide by. So what are the game rules? So in this game, in the money game, in the game of money, the rules are you have four quarters and each quarter is 10 years. So for example, your first quarter is 25 to 35. Your second quarter is 35 to 45. Your third quarter is uh, 45 to 55. Uh, fourth quarter is 55 to 65. And anything over 65 is overtime. So what does what does success look like? How do you know you've even won the game, right? And you kind of, you can gauge by, so if you have, for example, let's say you have, keep the numbers small, say you have $500 in expenses each month, right? For you, for you to be able to win the game, your passive income or your investments have to equal or uh, equal or equal or is more than your monthly expenses. And that's how you've known, that's how you know you've won the game. So that's 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 the goal, right? In this in this theoretical board, in this real world, in this game, that's the goal. That's how you know you've won. That's how you know you've you've achieved your goal, right? Um, and that allows you to be able to do what you want. Because if you don't have a job to go to, or if you don't have to worry about uh, income, then you can now express everything about you, right? You have you have limitless uh, potential, right? Because you're not being bogged down. You're not being tied down to a job. You're not having to worry about, am I going to have the rent this month? Am I going to be able to pay my phone bill? 
Am I going to be able to have food? Should I pay for gas or should I pay for, uh, should I get diapers, right? Like a lot of the, those thoughts are so consuming, right? That it stops us from even thinking about anything else. And that's a problem. That's a huge problem, right? And even even thinking that the, the, the thoughts that you have to drive into work makes you feel a certain way, right? Every morning or every Monday morning, right? So those types of thoughts are, we don't want those thoughts. You know, we want to be able to do what we want. We want to be able to get up and travel, learn a new language and not be tied down to those thoughts of, oh my gosh, how am I going to survive, right? So that's why achieving this goal is so important, right? So each quarter you have your own personal methods you have your own strategy you have your own game plan what do i mean by game plan so for example a game plan is whether you want to become whether you want to from from age 25 in the first quarter right from age 25 to 35 do i want to invest in penny stocks do i want to be an aggressive investor do i want to invest for dividends do i want to invest in commodities do i want to invest for cash flow capital gains momentum investor don't want to be a swing trader. Don't want to be an option trader. You can see there's limitless options and possibilities as you navigate each quarter or as you navigate this game board. So from age, from age, from the first quarter, from age 25 to 35, what's your plan, right? What do you? What's your game plan? Do you? Do you? Do you in in what I just named off, right? Do you want to be a, gro- a growth investor? You want cash flow, right? So each each quarter, you have to sit down and strategize, right? You have to look at your 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 outcome. In this quarter, have I achieved my outcome, right? Have I achieved what I set myself, what I expect to have by a certain age, right? And so you can always gauge that by like so. For example, we'll go back to the five hundred dollars of expenses. So at age from 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 age twenty five to thirty five, okay, do I have a hundred dollars? In passive income, do I have two? Then that, and that's your gauge for how to um, ass, uh, assess how you're doing by having and it's and it's and it's and it's really in real time. You know what I mean? So you're able to see, okay, I have this this investment that's yielding me this much each each month. I have that, so you can see it's in real time. Um, and so there's not much calculations that goes that really goes into it, right? Because the, the numbers are you know the, num- the numbers speak for themselves. So each quarter, right? Each quarter, you have to have a game plan. You have to have, you have to know what to invest in. You have to have a plan to what to invest in to be able to achieve your goals. So, and it's funny because, um, you know, each, each team that plays, right? Whether it's basketball, football, um, you know, soccer, baseball, right? You know, they have their timeouts, right? And so every time there's a timeout, if the team is down, they go back in the locker room or they huddle up and they start talking. Like, what do we, the coach tells them, hey, you guys are doing this wrong. You guys are doing that wrong. You know, what's, what's, what, why are we losing, right? What's going on? Why are, why are we not achieving our goal? And our goal is to win the game. So you have to be that critical of yourself as well. You have to look at your, your uh, progress and you have to say each quarter, you have to be like, look, why am I not, I've set, a goal to achieve a hundred dollars this quarter. Why am I, why haven't I achieved that? Right. So you have to, as you go along, you have to assess what you're doing wrong. And every time there's uh, um, a timeout, you know the, the coaches, you know, 
trying to understand what's going on. Like, why are you why are you guys out of the game? Like, you know, you guys can win this. You guys are star players. Like, you know, everybody's an, a great investor. You you know, you, you're you're an amazing investor. So why why aren't you achieving your goal? So you have to look at each quarter as as that, and you have to uh, pretty much gauge yourself and 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 know how to take your personal timeouts, right? Uh, a, a very this question, you know, it's it's crazy because a lot of people ask this. So, you know, should I just save my my money under my mattress, right? You know, well, no, you shouldn't because uh, because of inflation, right? Your money's not yielding you anything, and to be honest, if 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 inflation is greater than your your return each year, your money's not going to be the same as it is the next you know the next day or next year or whatever, right? In 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 a, in a slow increment of time, so it's not it's not a a strategy to just save your money because there's no there's no yield and if the and if inflation's yield is is a lot higher than what you're what you're earning in, in return you're not making any money you're, you're in fact losing money right so next thing that i want to talk about is sales pitch or financial education and we kind of get those confused so say you go to a broker or you know wherever you get your you know investment uh, advice and education from are they really giving you education or are they selling you something, right? Um, and back to my, um, you know, uh, that point I made about uh, the teams huddling up. Like a lot of us know so much about those teams. And for example, like Steph Curry's shooting point average, like what's what's your return average? Like, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's your growth? Like, like we, we pay attention to so many things that kind of don't, really involve us and that takes up so much of our brains that we like you probably can't even tell me what your fees are for your mutual funds right or for your um uh for your 401k right you can't even tell me what, what's your tax rate right so that's my point like we pay so much attention to things that aren't really that relevant to us right and we, we consume so much of it that we don't know our own numbers like, I'm pretty sure Steph knows his numbers, but do you know do you know your numbers? You know what I mean. So that's pretty that's pretty important to understand, and you have to stop you know stop wanting to be so consumed. And I love sports, man. I love to have fun, and you know I'm not saying that you shouldn't have fun and you shouldn't know your favorite uh, teams' records and all that. But what I'm what I'm saying is that you should take time to know your personal records and to be able to uh, have some impressive numbers like Steph. You know what I mean. So that's just that. Um, so back to sales pitch versus financial ed- education. So based on that, like we, we, you know, financial education is different from from the, from a sales pitch, right? And, and 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 to be honest, if that person, you have to ask that person, what's how are they making their money? Right? If they're telling you to put your allocate certain amount of in, uh, funds to this investment or to that, what's their skin in the game, right? How are they making their money, right? I know a lot of us pay attention to news, like I do. Know, financial news um, and those people you hear you know people who are constantly on the news or who are certain you know in segments certain segments of financial news you always see them all the time saying hey this is the best investment hey you should invest in weed stocks hey Bitcoin is up right what are their skin in the game right you know what I mean and why are they making those those recommendations is it because it, it personally helps them do they have funds that they're trying to you know, um, raise, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff that you have to understand. And these people aren't your friends. You know what I mean? You, you can't personally call them up right now and be like, hey, um, 
how's my investment doing? Like, you can't do that. So you have to be a lot more wary of whether you hear something as a sales pitch or financial education. So what kind of returns are you looking for uh, in each quarter, right? Yeah, you have to, and I, and I, and I know I spoke on that um, uh, previously, but that's very important. Like, what what's your performance? Because if you don't have your, if you don't understand your own performance, if you're not are watching your recordings and you know looking at your numbers then you can improve and have and being able to improve uh, and being able to achieve your goals is very important so how are you going to win right are you going to become a cash flow investor or are you going to invest with capital gains and what's the difference right for so for example capital gains is you buying something low and selling high right um, cash flow is you have a, you have an investment that yields monthly income, whether the asset goes up, it stays the same, or goes down. So that's cash flow, and and, and capital gains, like I said, is you know um, buying something for low, or you fix it up, and you sell it, right? So which one? There's there's no right or wrong answer, but to be honest, there's one thing that's only going to get you what you really want, and that's cash flow, right? You want to buy investments that yield income month in and month out, right? That's what we really want. So and there's nothing wrong with capital gains. If you have a capital gain strategy and a plan, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have a capital gain strategy and a plan that yields you cash flow down the, down the line, that's a good strategy and that's a good plan as well. So being able to evaluate that those two things and knowing what you want to do in that quarter. So for, for the first quarter, are you going to invest for capital gains or cash flow? In your second quarter, are you going to invest for capital gains or cash flow? Third quarter, it's the same thing. So those are two of the two of the main ways to generate income. And personally, I think cash flow uh, trumps capital gains, right? Because I want something that generates money, whether I whether I'm working or not, right? I don't want to, and I also want to keep my investment. I want to put as little as much money into that investment, yield my investment, and then uh, get get my money back, get my principal back. And still hold on to that investment, which is cash flow, right? So, you know, um, keep keep in mind between those two, while you're navigating your uh, at the board, while you're thinking of ways to invest, thinking of other um, avenues, and have uh, having your own strategy. Ask yourself, am I investing right now for capital gains and cash flow? And like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. It just depends on the uh, quarter that you're in. So if a team comes out. And they need to be more aggressive. In that quarter, they're going to be more aggressive, right? If a team comes out and they're winning, and they're up by uh, uh, a great margin, then they're going to say, "Hey, let's chill back this next quarter and let them play their game and let us play our game," right? So you have to understand how you're going to play your game in each quarter, and those are two of like the two of the main ways to to play the game. And of course, you can also combine those two things to play the game as well. Do you ever have you ever you know, each month, have you ever be like, dang, man, like, I don't have any, I don't have any money at the end of the month. Like, what's going on? Like, like, why, why am I, I make money, but I don't have any money at the end of the month. And the reason is because your current ratio and your current ratio is the fact that it's not how much you make, it's about how much you keep. So if you realize you're running low each month on, on money, on funds, you you need to, up your ratio, right? Your ratio is too low. You need to up it. You need to 
and, and it's not how much you make it's about how much you keep right so understand that as you as you go about making your investments and as you go about you know allocating your funds and say for the, say by the end of the month you have already have already allocated certain things and there's an investment that pops up and you're like dang man I don't have the money well maybe your current ratio is just a little too low right so that's another game plan another strategy right is having enough money to be able to take an opportunity when the time arises so for example um, for me I'm not in my first quarter yet right I haven't started the game but I'm already playing the game right and for my I've already I've already evaluated for my first quarter that I want to uh, invest in penny stocks right I want to invest in penny stocks and I want to invest in options right so so based on those two things and of course you know uh, I'm a stock I'm a stock guy I love stocks personally um, that's what I got into um, and that's what I've been you know learning for the last couple of years and that's what I'm that's what I think I, I'm, I'm most knowledgeable in right so but for my first quarter I've already decided that I want to invest in penny stocks for capital gains and I want to use options for uh, cash flow right so that's just that's an example how I choose to allocate my funds and so for example I could also include value investing or growth investing or become a, a, a string trader in in those in my first quarter and you always want to be versatile and you always want to be you know you always want to be able to pivot right you always want to be able to pivot from left to right if this is not working I want to be able to say okay that's not working let me drop that let me do something else I want to, you want to have that option to be able to do whatever you want so don't get too too uh, boggled down on one thing only or two things only always have an open mind and always be ready to take the next step because as soon as so for example as a um, penny stock investor I love when the markets are going up we're in a bull market right now I love it making making money I love it right but for a um, value investor which I am as well I don't really stock prices are too high right I don't want to buy at a high price because then there's got to be a, a, a better fool than me to buy it higher right <laughs> you know what I mean and and so the feds just cut interest rates again and so I have to be of course in the markets are gonna keep rising so you have to understand the mentality behind why interest rates being cut increases the stock market and that's just understanding that's just having good financial knowledge right so as a penny stock investor I love when the markets go up but as a value investor I hate when the markets are up I wanna I wanna I want a bubble I want the markets to crash because I want to find good companies that have great value at a low cost. That's how you make your money in capital gains, right? So, you know, and as I, as you invest in a 401k and as you keep sending your money to people who you, who, who you think that has better knowledge than you, right? You're going to, are they, are they making that same adjustments? Are they doing that? So that's why, you know, a, four, a 401k right now is not in my best interest and you have to understand why certain investments are in your best interest and why they're not right so for example you know a 401k is not right for me because I understand the markets are up and I don't want to have to keep buying at high prices and markets don't always go up you have to understand that you know it's cycles markets don't always go up if the stock market is going up and you realize that that's it's inflated it's a bubble uh, which it, you know I personally, I personally think it is right now then you want to maybe go into um, you know um, uh, bonds or 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 gold and silver precious metals you know to offset that balance right so and when the markets crash 
it's just uh it's uh it's a uh systemic crash you know systemic risk it's not non-systemic it's a systemic risk everything is coming down so not just one investment is going bad everything is going bad so you want to pay attention to all that um and your environment you know um a lot of people talk about investing and and what you should do and and don't understand that it's it's the environment that you're in right a lot of us haven't gotten that great start or or have family members who've done certain things or or, or you know or 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 we haven't even gotten to our you know that 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 those types of like thoughts yet and you know it's crazy to me because you know people want to always ignore that right and i don't think you should ignore the fact that everybody's not in a in in in, a, in the same playing field everybody have different cards and this is just a game right this, this is the game that we're we're forced to play and how you choose to play it's up to you you know what i mean so understanding i just wanted to touch uh, touch on that because you know don't don't feel discouraged don't feel hey i don't have as as much money to allocate to investments right you know knowledge is always important right knowledge is what is what is going to get you to your next step that knowledge it's not the fact that you have a lot of money because money to be honest right now is it's fiat currency right it's fiat money and if it's not being if you're not buying a, uh, assets with it with it if you're not buying something of value with it there's no money isn't real you know what i mean so you have to keep buying assets and money's like a current it has to keep flowing it has to keep flowing to the next investment to be worth any to be worth anything so you know uh don't don't be you know don't don't pay too much attention to what everybody else is doing. Pay attention to you. Focus on how you're navigating this game, this game board. Because, you know, as you take your focus off of you, then the markets could crash, and you're focusing on somebody else, and you've missed your chance to now, you know, make a lot of money, right? Make profits, right? Depending on your goals and you being able to pivot, right? You know, you always want to be able to pivot, right? So having your current ratio uh, high enough to where you're able to pivot is a good thing, and there's three types of three types of education. There's financial, academic, and professional. And what I see that I see that people don't focus on. They have two things. They have academic and professional, but fail to have or fail to want to learn financial education. Right? You can't have. You can't achieve your goals, and you can't you can't achieve your 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 money goals without financial education. And you can't achieve your uh, personal goals or life goals without money right so that's how that works you know what i mean so they all play together right and you have to you can't just understand two or one and leave out the others right they all play with play with each other they're all in that same sandbox so you have to take the time to learn financial academic and professional and that's the and and, you're, and that's the point where i'm saying that you're you being able to pivot is very important you know what i mean so and uh don't follow me on twitter you know what i mean um i think that's not always that's like that's like that's like these days, man. Like, it's just people. A lot of people are followers, man, and you have to, you know, uh, make sure that you're you're above the crowd, right? Um, but yeah, but don't follow me on Twitter. Follow my money allocation strategy, which is um, every time you get paid, whether it's from a a project or whether you're getting a monthly income, whether you get paid monthly or you know uh, biweekly. Or you know, um, however you get paid that month, whether you know it's through anything, whether it's through selling things or whatever, you want to allocate 
50% to bills and also include recreation in that as well. What do I mean by, what do I mean by rec uh, recreations? Um, going to the movies, going out with your girlfriend or boyfriend or uh, your husband or wife. You know, you want to include all those extra activities in that, in that particular fund right there, which is 50%. Next is 15% goes to debt, 10% goes to savings, 10% goes to pay, a pay yourself fund. And the pay yourself fund is if you haven't already gotten started or if you have started investing and it's a sure way to keep money coming in, you know, having that current ratio up, money being able to invest, uh, having, see, if you see an opportunity, you want to be able to invest in it. You know what I mean? If it makes sense. 10% uh, for emergency and 5% for tithing. Tithing is very important. Um, you have to always be in the mentality to give. And the more you give, the more you shall receive. And, you know, the more money, the more wealth you give out, the more wealth you also uh, receive. So um, that concludes the broadcast. Uh, I have one question for you. Are you winning?